Hello, welcome to Kamari's Place. I hope you're having a wonderful day, evening, night, or whatever time you are listening to this podcast. Come in, make yourself comfortable, and let's have a chat about how I am growing. What a day, what a day, what a day, what a day. What a time, what a time, what an hour, what a minute, what a moment, what a moment was today. Anyways, I hope you guys, as I said in my intro, but you know, I have to make it a little bit more personal. I hope you guys are really having a wonderful day or whatever time of day you are listening to this podcast. How was your day? Was it good? Was it good or was it bad? Or was it, uh, I see, I see, muscle minnows, um, I speak very little Spanish. That's the only two phrases that I can remember from high school Spanish. But I'm really hoping that your day was good. My day was very busy, very busy day, um, but I don't have any strong feelings towards it. Like, I don't, I'm not going to say like it was a great day, but I'm also not going to say that it was a bad day. What I will say is that it was a day that the Lord has made and I will be glad in it. So with that being said, yeah, I've done a lot today. But before we get into our topics, I do have some preliminary thoughts that I just want to get out of my head and um, get them to a located place because I don't want to think about them anymore. So the first thing on my list of talking points is I clean my room. Oh my gosh. So I wasn't planning on cleaning my room today. I wasn't. Um, But I have been itching for the longest time to clean it and rearrange it because the last configuration that I had, and I was telling Hannah this, I was like, this configuration that I had, while I did love it, it felt like it couldn't stay clean for any long period of time like anything would happen and every day it would just get back dirty and I think it was because of the layout like it wasn't as practical as it could have been and then also I was kind of getting annoyed because I do a lot of zoom meetings and things like that and where my desk was set it was in a place where I couldn't really set up and have a nice background like I didn't have a full wall behind me and so I was annoyed by that and then I was also annoyed because my design layout is relatively limited because again I have to do a lot of zooms so my desk needs to stay on the side of my room that's by the window because I need natural light to come in so that I can be illuminated during the day and if it's on the other side it's gonna be too shadowy too dark so on and so forth so I was getting kind of like um just like kind of like over my room because I'm like I feel like I only have a certain amount of layouts that I can do and I'm running out of ideas and inspiration but with that being said the layout that I decided on today it I'm actually very happy with it it came later in my cleaning but it came nonetheless so I have like this little cubicle setup and it's kind of like my office because the way that I like to do it since I only have one space which is my room I have to maximize it because not only is it the place where I sleep it's the place where I lounge it's the place where I work it's the place where I you know do all of those things and so because it's one big room I have to create sections of you know 
basically mode so that I can separate all of these different parts of my life. So I like for my sleeping area to not be smack dead against my desk. It just doesn't work for me because it's not a good way of like differentiating what's work and then what's leisure. And so I love to like create zones within my room. And so that's basically what I ended up with today. And a fun fact, my room has never been the same layout ever like each time I redo my room reach each time I reorganize you know redo it transform it whatever you want to call it it's like yeah sometimes it's been relatively the same but it's always been at least one element that is switched around to make it a totally different layout and I love that I love that and I want to keep that going and it kind of just happens naturally but yeah let's see what else Let's see what else is on my talking list. Oh, okay. So today has been a day of coming to terms and realizations. And I used to always call myself like, oh, like I'm not really a sweets person. I'm a como se dice savory person. And while that is true, I have to come to the terms with the fact that I am a sweets person. Like I find myself having such sweet tooth and I just need to como se dice I need to eat a cookie <laughs> at some point during out throughout the week and when I go to the store I have to pick up a sweet and so while I used to say that oh I'm not a sweets person I'm not a sweets person I'm definitely a sweets person while I still do prefer savory snacks like I love chips and um popcorn and savory snacks I do love a sweet snack and I cannot deny that part of myself any longer. I have to, you know, let you guys know that this is who I am. I'm a sweet and I am a savory person. Never will I ever be a sour person. Never will I ever be a como sedice tart person. Let me tell you something about tart and sour flavors. Let me tell you something about it. I hate it. I hate them with a passion and I want to fight them anytime they want to enter my mouth. Like, I do not like tart flavors. I do not like como se dice uh, sour flavors. And you know what I also hate is when people want to call tart fruits sweet. It's not sweet. It's tart, baby. Like, a strawberry is not sweet. It's tart, okay? A grapefruit is not sweet. It's tart. A blueberry is not sweet. It's tart. So never get it twisted. Never get it mixed up. Sweet is a whole nother different experience than what you're getting with tart. Tart feels like somebody is sucking the saliva out of your mouth. You know what happens when you have no saliva in your mouth? You feel like you're choking. So with that, never get tart and sweet messed up, mixed up. What I will say is blueberries, I will give it to blueberries. They are versatile. Like they can be sweet. They have a tendency to be tart, but they can be sweet. But one thing about strawberries, one thing about raspberries, one thing about grapefruit, one thing about oranges, they're always going to be tart. They're very one-noted, very much like just, it's giving mediocre. It's, it's giving mediocre. Like, they're not doing what the rest of the fruits are doing out here in the game. Like, banana is always going to be sweet. Like, it's... Mm, 
I take that back. Depending on the level of training that banana has, like if you get it fresh off the tree, it's not going to be, como se dice, sweet. When you get it, when it starts to get spots on it and it starts to age with time, bananas have, they give what needs to be gave, right? Watermelon, for the most part, if you get a good watermelon, it's going to give what get, needs to be gave. It's always going to see, you're never going to taste a tart watermelon. Like they're versatile. But strawberry, like any type of berry, any type of berry, any type of berry, they're always going to be basic. And that's, uh, I hate to say this to you guys. Like, I don't want y'all to think that I'm coming for you because you like berries. But what I want you to know is that berries are not versatile. So never try to give them a versatile role because they're not going to really live up to what you need it to do. So never go to berries thinking about, oh, you need to be sweet. This is a sweet. No, it's tart. Just call it for what it is. They do what they need to do. They stay in their lane, but do not try to tell them that they're sweet when they're not. We need to stop that. Let's cut it out. Not me going on a... <laughs> not me going on a como se dice. Almost five minute, three minute rant about fruit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. With that, I think that that's a great como se dice, um... What do you call it? Uh, I think that's a great icebreaker, a great intro to our topic. Let's just get into what we need to talk about today so that we do not waste any more time. Um, so yeah, today's topic. Context. You need context before we talk about this topic. You need to understand what do I mean about growing and why am I growing? What does change have to do with growth, right? For me. So let me give you context. At the end of last year, beginning of this year, I set out to do a reflection, a New Year's resolution, if you will, but it had a different spin on it. And it was inspired by my good friend, my good friend, my great friend, my best friend, Hannah, right? She inspired me because this is something that she had did a year or years prior, where basically instead of setting out goals for yourself, for what you want to do in the upcoming year, for what you want to grow in, for what you want to be, what, what you want to achieve, instead of setting goals and expectations for yourself, she decided to set goals and expectations for God, right? And so she wrote down her list and she wrote down all the things that she was looking for God to do in the next year. So... Going on par with what Hannah did, I decided to do the same thing. I went out into the trampoline, which is now, como se dice, broken down and at the side of the street. Because, como se dice, the Florida winds want to flip it all the way into our backyard and almost into our backyard neighbor's, you know, como se dice, backyard. But anyways, that's besides the point. I, at the time, we had a trampoline and it was, it was nice to sunbathe on. I went out and I reflected and I was writing down all of the things that I kind of wanted God to do. And then I realized that all of these things had a common theme, growth. I wanted character development and I wanted to see growth in my life. Basically, within myself, within the things that are around me, my environment, my community, the world, I wanted to see nothing being the same. I wanted things to be 
como se dice better obviously was the goal for me like nothing to be the same as it was yesterday like continuously growing and evolving in my finances in my mindset and my maturity and my academics and my spiritual life with my community around me and my relationships growth everywhere right so that's the back that's the como se dice context the backstory so i haven't been as you know, cognizant about thinking about, you know, how this journey has been going thus far, like what has God been doing. But I want to start actually like documenting the growth that I'm seeing because I want to make sure that I am basically paying attention to the moment, being present in the moment and actually appreciating what God is doing because I know if I've asked him, asked him to do something and if it's in his will, I know he's working. And so I just want to be vigilant and open to what God is doing. So with that being said, the other night, I believe it was last night, I was literally thinking and I was like, I've grown a lot in the area of change. So all of my life, I've hated change with a passion. I don't like changing. I don't like changing seasons. I don't like, ch I don't like things to change. I love stability. I crave stability. I crave security. And so when things are changing and stuff, I'm never enthralled by it. I'm never like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting to go to this next stage. It's so exciting to leave this thing that I'm so comfortable with. I've never liked to embrace change at all. It's like to the point where I would always get like heavy anxiety every time I would have to go into a new season and the easiest example that I can give you is like school anytime I had to go to a new grade I dreaded it because I'm like I have to meet new teachers I have to create new friends if my friends are not in that class I have to get adjusted to a new class and a new como se dice workload all of these different things that I have to get adjusted to and I hated it and it always gave me anxiety for like the maybe the first month to three months of that year or of that semester until I got adjusted to the flow of things and then I was good but then another season would come and I would get anxious again and it the cycle would happen on and on I've never had a good relationship with change but you know what I just realized these past two semesters in college college has really allowed me to be a lot more flexible than what I used to be and I have to tell you this, this is like a really big feat for me because it's like, if you knew what was going on in my heart and in my mind, what I say, my dislike and my indifference to change, you would know how big of a deal this is. But again, college has really allowed me to be flexible, especially within these past two semesters where I've had to do changing and there is no if, ands, or buts about it because a lot of these things are in my control. And so let's talk about that. I just realized that for the last two semesters, I have taken on change with a whole new mindset than I used to. Like, I have really been embracing it. Obviously, I've still had some ups and some downs and some, you know, rare moments. But for the most part, I've really embraced change. And so let's talk about that. I'm sorry that I'm kind of all over the place, you know, but it's okay. I think that one of the reasons why this was able to happen is because of the way that college is set up, like just the nature of college itself. For one, you only have classes for one semester and then you go to the spring semester and 
that's your classes for that semester and once that's done that's over and now you have summer semesters if you decide to take summer classes so on and so forth so you're always in constant cycles you're always constantly changing into different seasons at the with basically within the span of 16 weeks like every 16 weeks you are recycling into a new season where you have a whole bunch of new classes and nine times out of ten you're not going to get the same classes with the same people that the same people that you're around like your friends and things like that or just classmates in general because people have different schedules they have different degree tracks all of these different things that basically contribute to why things are not going to be consistent all the time or it's not a guaranteed consistency right so it's the environment it just warrants you to have to be okay with embracing change because things are always changing at a fast rate whereas in high school and in basically elementary school middle school so on and so forth it was um change was a lot less frequent like you had your class for that school year and you would be with those same teachers for the whole school year. I think, what is it, six months that you're with all of those people? So you're with the same teachers. Nine times a day, you're going to be with the same students that you had in all of these different classes. And you're going to be doing the same routine for six months versus Como se dice, college is just not like that. You're constantly changing. And especially with the pandemic that's happened, that has really even shaped the inconsistency even more. Because I remember fall semester going in, I was so nervous. I was doing the same old cycle that I had. I was so anxious. And it was because not only was it just like a new school year, it was a whole new school a new level. I'm not even in high school anymore. I'm going to college. So I was worried about all the unknowns. How is it going to be? Is college going to be hard? How am I going to do this? Da, 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 da. First time doing virtual school. First time doing Zoom. I'm not even going to get to have friends. Da, 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 da. I'm not going to be able to como se dice, um, interact with people and basically have peers and all that kind of stuff. I'm going to be isolated. I'm going to be alone. It's going to be so hard, especially because it's going to be online and I'm not an online learner. How am I going to do this? Those are all the things that we're going around in my head all of those worries all of those anxieties that were going and so with the fall semester I basically did all of my schooling at home I think I did like three of my classes yeah three of my classes were on zoom and then one of them were was asynchronous and so with that I was very nervous basically like the first the whole month leading up to that and then the first week and then after that I found my system and it started to get a little bit more bearable and as I went through the motions of it it started to kind of mellow out and I was like okay whew, this is bearable whew, I'm actually meeting people and I have a group chat with a couple of people from one of my classes and whew, I'm getting A's and whew, I'm getting stuff done on time and whew, okay this is bearable right so you know, I was very anxious going into my fall semester and then I got used to it and it was cool. But then spring semester comes up and I'm going to search for classes, right? I'm going to try to see if I can get classes. And of course, I had such a good experience with my fall semester once I got used to it. I was like, I want to do the same thing over again. I want Zoom classes period and give me a couple of asynchronous classes and I will be fine I love the convenience of not having to get up super early not having to commute not having having to be around people who may not 
be as serious about taking precautions as I am because again we're in a cocoa okay we're in a panoramic and so with that it's a lot of other anxieties that also come up. So I was so comfortable being at home and I was trying to search for classes to come on to these say, you know, basically do the same schedule that I had. But again, nothing is guaranteed. Certain teachers are not going to be doing Como say, um Zoom classes. Some of them are going back to campus. Certain times are not going to check out where I get the schedule that I want. So I have to go where the flow is flowing. I have to go where I am required to go, basically, based off my degree plan and all of these different external factors, right? So I ended up having this new setting where I was going to campus for the first time and basically in my whole entire college career thus far. So my schedule for spring semester was it was on Mondays and Wednesdays I went to campus and I took two classes on campus and then Tuesdays and Thursdays I took a class one class at home over Zoom, and then the other one was an asynchronous class, which was a um, a public speaking class, fully online. So again, there was some um, worries there regarding that online class, and I was so nervous about it. I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Now I have to buy a tripod. Now I have to figure out how to get phone storage. Now, did it this? And then I was looking at the syllabus and how she had all of these different assignments laid out. I'm I'm like, how am I supposed to do all of this? She's asking for a lot. I was very nervous. I remember breaking down and crying at that point. So while I have made growth, this is to say that I still did have a hard time adjusting to the newness of everything. But what I will say that I was so surprised, I think that I got a little bit of anxiety about like having to go to class, you know, to campus for classes. I had a little bit of anxiety about that. But then I just remember kind of just, getting into planning mode i'm like okay so i know that this is something that i have to do so i know that i need to start training myself to figure out a time where i need to go asleep basically i was like i need to start adjusting my sleep schedule okay this is what i'm going to do so that this is what time i'm going to go to sleep so this is the time that i'll wake up and then i'll leave the house at this time so that i can be at the campus at this time i even como city say took basically preparation um and I went to the campus beforehand with my dad because I had never been there before except for a tour when I was in high school but that was it so I went to the to the campus with my dad so that I could kind of see general where I would park so I didn't have to worry about that on the first day I found the parking lot I found my parking spot I found in the buildings where my classes were be were gonna be so I was getting familiar with it and then um, a couple of days after that, I went back with my friend Hilda and we actually got to go into the buildings and actually see, oh, this is my classroom. This is the route that I'm going to take. Okay, this is the da, da 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 Okay, we're good. We're cool. And so with that, I really thought that it would have been a lot more harder to make that adjustment. But instead, I kind of just got into the mode of, I have to embrace this. What can I do to make myself feel better in this season when I know that I'm not really used to doing changes? How can I embrace this? Okay, how can I make myself feel comfortable? I got to do this, that, and a third to get this done. And I did it. And I was like, now in retrospect, looking back in hindsight, I'm like, wow, Kamari. You handled that so well. You know what I mean? Like, I just did it because I had to, first of all. I just had to. But 
I don't really remember a lot of heavy feelings of anxiety, like the cloud, the anxious cloud that I get that happens for like months, you know, or even like weeks. I didn't get that. I I did have anxious moments, but they were not so prolonged because instead, I guess I intercepted them with preparation to make myself feel comfortable. So basically, I focused on what I was in control of. I was in control of going to campus beforehand to know where my class is at. I was in control of making my bedtime to make sure that I could get up early enough to feel unpressured. I was in control of making sure that I made my breakfast um, on Sunday so that I could have some meal preps for um, going to campus so that I wouldn't be hungry throughout the day. I was in control of all of those things and I remember doing them. And I think that's what made my experience so much more smooth the transition a lot more smooth also I was in control of finding my system at the school where basically I made sure that I took my my hand wipes and you know I sat like distance from everybody and at first I was very anxious about that too because I'm like oh my gosh I don't want to be like the germaphobe that's like doing too much basically doing the most but then Hannah was like you have to do what makes you feel comfortable and so with that I had to be I had to dare to be different basically and take care of my safety so of course I had my own baggie of Lysol wipes I would get there earlier than everybody else and I would wipe down my table the first day of class I remember when I went to my first class I sat at the front and then two, the, the desks were so close to each other. I sat at the front and the desks were so close to each other. I literally could touch somebody's elbow without even extending, you know, my arms. And I was like, okay, no, I'm not going to do that the next time I came. So the next time I sat on the second row and at the end so that I could pull my desk back and kind of be like adjacent or staggered to everybody else. So my face is not right next to everybody's faces. And with that, people followed. Like I remember... Two other girls that was in my first class, when I would come in and I would wipe my desk afterwards, like they would come in too. I would be sitting there and I would see them come and take the wipes and wipe down their desk or wipe down their chair. Second, my second class, I remember doing the same thing. I had, I had to be okay with it. I would wipe every single inch of my chair down. I feel like that was OD, but that was just for me. And I would wipe my table down. And then I saw that ja Jasmine followed suit too. I don't know if she had done that in her other classes prior to, but then it made me feel more comfortable. Like, oh my gosh, I'm not being like such an outcast so with that I'm so happy that I that I was able to embrace the second part that I was able to embrace so the summer semester it was my first time taking summer classes and it was my first time doing a mini a session where instead of it being 16 weeks I think this semester is like six weeks or eight weeks it's probably like six to ten weeks in between there but it's basically cut in half so this the length of a full semester is cut in half and I was so anxious about that because I was taking biology which I don't consider myself a stem person at all I don't really like I I've always done well for what I needed to do but it doesn't mean that I easily grasp onto it and it doesn't mean that I particularly enjoy it so with that I have like I had a whole bunch of worries because I'm like okay first of all I'm taking a mini a session and it's biology and is on zoom how am I gonna do this again I was looking at the syllabus and I was looking at Canvas as he was uploading assignments and I saw, oh my gosh, all of these same, it was like five assignments were due in one day for the lab class. And then I had the lecture class right after and then it was like 
two more assignments, do four more assignments, do I'm like, how am I supposed to do all of these different assignments all in one day before 1159 on the same day? And mind you, I go to class, the first class starts at 9am. And then our lecture class after lab ends at 430. So that means I only have like the, the little bit of evening to get all this stuff done. So of course, that was giving me anxiety. I was like, how am I gonna do this? And then I have another asynchronous class on top of this, like, how am I gonna do this? But then again, I remember, I remember being anxious. I'm not even going to downplay that. Like I was nervous. I was shaking in my boots. Okay. But then I remember taking initiative. I saw when I was like, you know, perusing through Canvas, I saw that he had the Como Se Dice slides already uploaded in files. So I was like, I don't know what to expect. So I'm just going to do what I know to do I guess and hope that this is enough and then I will work accordingly once I get into it so prior to class even starting I ended up making a whole bunch of quizlets pertaining to each chapter because I'm like if this class is going to go super fast and I'm going to need some extra reinforcement I know that quizlet is a great tool that I can use to help me reinforce the information that I'm learning in class so it was a lot I had to write notes and I was trying to do the quizlets and I did a good amount of them and um yeah I ended up getting into the class and I saw that again it's not that bad this is actually bearable the lab class that he assigned like four and five labs that were due on the same day most of those labs you have an opportunity to do those during class time when you're in zoom and you get to go to your breakout groups and you work with your partners and if you finish it then that means that you don't have to worry about those labs that are due at 11 59 if you happen to not finish it then you'll have a couple of you'll have less labs to finish because you did most of them while you were in class <sighs> okay that's one thing off my back now all i have to focus on is lecture homework and so then I came up with a system for lecture homework where right after class on Tuesdays and Thursdays I would ended up I would start my lecture homework and I would try to finish it but if not I would take the next day which was either Wednesday or Friday to finish it up and do that you know what I mean and so again like I found my system Mondays were set aside for my asynchronous humanities course that was fully online I just took the whole Monday to make sure that I finished all of that work so that when Tuesday class hit around I would be able to focus for the rest of the week on my biology homework that I knew that was going to be due that following week I found my system and I went with it so again while it was hard, I did not feel that anxiety cloud hanging over me, brooding and looting over me. I just I had to embrace it. And I can say that that is a testimony about how God has allowed me to grow in my area of change. He's grew or he's grown my relationship with change to be a lot less toxic than it once was he's allowed me to be able to kind of like grow in that area of now I'm not always dreading change while I don't particularly love it I'm able to function in spite of the change and I'm not so como se dice inhibited while transitioning you know what I mean because if you could experience what I experienced, I don't know if you have these same types of anxieties, but in high school, I remember I could look forward to 
like an anxiety spell at the beginning of each year like I could look forward to it where I just did not feel completely myself I would come home and I would feel like I'm just going through the motions and I don't particularly feel good I just feel anxious 24 7 because I'm not comfortable in this new environment and that is not something that I can say that has happened thus far for the past two semesters that has come and you know I'm about to start school in three weeks and while sometimes I get an anxious like feeling from time to time I tend to not grab on to that I tend to grab on to what I am in control of Okay, how can I prepare? Because I know for me, preparation makes me feel, it makes me feel confident. And if I can prepare, then that's something that I will do to help me to feel comfortable in the transition period. Whatever I'm in control of, that's what I'm working on trying to focus on because that's something that's going to give me stability because I know that I can control this. I know that this is something that I'm in control of. The other stuff that I don't know, I have to go with the flow. I have to embrace it and go from there. And so with that, I am so happy to report that I am growing. I am growing. Can y'all believe it? Like, oh my gosh. And I'm sure there's a whole bunch of other areas where I have, where I have grown thus far. Like in my mindset um, and my critical thinking skills in my awareness. Like those are a couple of things just off the top of the head that I know that I am growing in and I'm slowly seeing myself shifting and maturing and hitting certain milestones. And I am so excited. And so with that, that is the end of my podcast. I hope you guys are inspired or encouraged in any way, shape or form by the story and the anecdote that I've just shared. Um, Excuse me. I had to sneeze. If by any way, you know, if you go through the same things, I hope you can find some relatability in here. And if not, I hope you can glean out any type of relevant information that can help you to, come on, Sadie, say, live your best life and grow and mature into the person that God has designed you to be. Um, With that, I think that is the end of my TED Talk, y'all. That's the end of my TED Talk. So... As always, my friends, peace, positivity, productivity, prosperity, and a god set perspective. Guys, I have to fart. And until next time, <laughs> I'm farting. Um, and until next time, bye. <laughs> okay, listen, listen, listen. I feel like, first of all, y'all are in my house. Never forget that y'all are in my house, right? So that's the first note. And then the second note, we're supposed to be chill like if I'm letting you come into my house talking about come on you know make yourself comfortable sit down I should feel comfortable farting around y'all I hate to say this I hope I don't sound ridiculous I hope y'all didn't hear it but in the event that you did hear it we are human right and this is what humans do they have to release gas it just has to happen what would you want me to hold it in would you want me to hold it in and get a cramp and get a a hardia a hernia? I think that's what you called it. I don't know how exactly that works, but you do the research and find out what happens if somebody holds their gas in and then let me know if I should feel shamed. I know y'all didn't want me to feel ashamed. But anyways, 
that's all I wanted to say. I'm gonna let y'all go because you know what? I oh, I also did really good on time today. Like this is like 35 minutes. I'm gonna talk until it's 35 minutes and then I'm gonna let y'all go. Are y'all proud of me? Because usually I do hour long sessions and I just feel like that's too much for y'all because you know I know how humans are. Trust me, I know because I'm one. And I know that y'all have short attention spans and y'all don't want to listen to a whole thing for an hour. So I'm, I hope that you guys are happy with what I've done this far. I hope that you're proud. If not, it's okay. But if if so, I'm happy that you're happy. And so with that, I'm just going to wait until it gets to 35. And then I'm going to say bye.